Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast, because Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Or if you're Larson, if you're watching us on YouTube, you're coming to us live from wonderful Florida, the Jericho Estate. Oh, man, look at that pool. And he had all those dogs and he was talking to Vanguard One. Just throwing bubbly around like it was no huge deal. And talking about newborn babies. That was good stuff. Boy, that was good stuff. That was great. That was great. Uh, and then, of course, we can be found in the audio realm. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find Going In Raw. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, let's try to get this one up to 620 likes. How about that? 620. Well, we're taking a step down from uh, News Brief. News was, Briefs do better 700. in general. News Briefs do really well. Although, 711. 711. AW, what? 711 likes. Oh, okay. The big bite number. Cool. Yeah. 7-Eleven. Uh, yeah. So uh, do that. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. That really goes a long way towards helping the show. We also have a bunch of bonus content over there on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff. Today, uh, we did... Uh, oh, we just had like a... It was Friendo Club TV uh, where I yeah. played some Grand Theft Auto and then you and I uh, did our best to fantasy book I would think in a comical manner. I thought it was pretty funny. A lot of the ideas we're coming up with. Uh, the most outlandish ideas for the Wednesday night shows, uh, AEW and NXT. Yes. And then uh, yesterday we had an Ask Stephen Larson where mm -hmm. we talked about, among uh, many other things, uh, where the best place to use the restroom would be in public. In public. Not like a porta potty, but like, you know, a back alley. Um, on another person who might be sleeping. I don't know. Anyways, uh, like if you're at a restaurant under a table, there's a lot of ideas I didn't think of, to be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't think of that one either. <laughs> that one popped you? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you're thinking about that one now. Just sitting there while somebody's talking to you, and then you micturate. They're like, what's that noise? Oh, it's, I don't know. Someone must have spilled a beer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. So anyways, uh, of course, WrestleMania uh, is this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be doing our live reactions. I'm sort of milling about. I'm sort of debating whether or not uh, I'm going to go into the office or I'm going to do it from here. Do it from do it from there, man. Just embrace the chaos, man. Do it from there. <laughs> embrace the chaos. This is, a yeah, man. this is a professional organization, man. You sure about that? Well, we try to be, man. No, 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 no. This is this is this is different circumstances, dude. Okay, this the the, the idea that I pitched you was uh, we I, I want to watch WrestleMania in the same context of basically no everybody else is watching from their home. Sure, uh, you and I from home watching it just like everybody else is because um, we're all in this together. 
Yeah. Yeah, but so, the, yeah. Okay. Well, that was the idea. Uh, well, yeah, but I, I'd like to be from the office because I've got like a, an incessantly barking dog. I don't know. I don't really want to be like somebody has to anchor the show and not, you know, have people all in their business every day, all day. Okay. So that's my point. All right. So what's your counter to that? Embrace the chaos. That's not really a good counter, man. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing, regardless of where I am, you're going to be at home. Uh, yeah, I'll be right here. No, I'm going to be, uh, I'll probably be from outside the performance center. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring my, 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 my tablet and, uh, and, and watch it from outside performance center. Your penny or tablet. Okay. That sounds yeah. good. You'll zoom in. From my, not, not my iPad though. The fire, the Amazon one, the fire tab, whatever the hell that thing's called. Mm-hmm. I got one of those somewhere. I don't know where. Interesting. Fear and Loathing says, uh, Steve is Owen Wilson from Royal Tenenbaums. By the way, we, we live stream these reactions. This is great. I love doing the, the AEW reactions, uh, our, our, our recap afterwards, like about, about half hour afterwards. This is, I love yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. Owen Wilson from the Royal Tenenbaums. How am I Owen Wilson from the Royal Tenenbaums? He was barely in that movie, wasn't he? No, he he was in it. He was in it, but he wasn't have the the size of role as like his brother or Ben Stiller. He just had cowboy hat. He wasn't in it all that much. Uh, yeah, that's kind of true. I don't remember Ben Stiller being in it that much though. Oh, he's in it a ton. He's got the, he's got his kids. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyways, so AEW tonight. Yeah, yeah fun well, show. I, oh, there he is. Secret oh, location. Yeah, secret it location. Like Solid monster and and I came up with the same idea of where it was. Solid monster had visual proof. Yeah, so he wins. Uh, that and so yeah, it looked like but a who, nightmare who, factory. Who who said it to you first, me or him? Uh, well, I mean, he put it on Twitter. I can actually I check. check. I'll see what time he put it on Twitter versus what time you suggested it to me. And also, okay. he had visual proof. You did. He had some pictures. <laughs> let's see here. I didn't have pictures. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ah, here we go. Whoa, this is pretty early. 5.39, 40 minutes into the show. Let's see what uh, the friendo Sala monster. He's been doing this for a long time, man. I, I got my money on him. Uh, 5.27. Oh, man. Ooh, wow. Had to beat bro by the full 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Look at that. Uh, so yeah, it looked like it was from the nightmare factory. So then that caused both of us to do, uh, to start speculating where could they go next? So Oklahoma seems to be a state that's taking this whole stay at home, save lives thing, uh, as a mere suggestion. Uh, apparently there are only, I wouldn't even go that far. You said there was 19 of 77 counties who have some sort of stay at home, uh, so ordinance or they're order. only doing it seemingly, uh, reactively <laughs> because, there are 19 counties that have confirmed cases, and those oh, 19 counties have so stay-at-home case homeowners. pops up, then they'll do that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, but there are 77 total counties in Oklahoma. That was just a quick Google search. Who knows if it's true? Um, and uh, so that leaves them, I don't know, what does that leave? 50 or so counties? 58. 58 counties. Uh, 77 minus 20 is about 50. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh so that leaves them, uh, you know, quite a few counties they can go and uh, hop county to county and, 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 and try to evade. Well, that's as of right now. But as like uh, all uh, uh, illnesses do, this will spread. Mm-hmm. And maybe next week there'll be like 10 counties available to them. Who knows? I yeah, know, at that point, I know. You got to declare was, a stay at home in the whole state. No, I was actually kind of uh, surprised. Um, well, it, it's also going to be interesting how many states keep it going because some of these when i was looking up some of these stay at home orders obviously they're going to be extended you would think but the initial orders are only for like two weeks like i I think there was one that was as early as like uh, april 7th or something i'm like you're yeah living on the edge man living on the edge uh anyways so yeah there you go who said that uh, Fear and Loathing said you can have an event at one of those mega churches. Joel, oh, o- Joel Osteen presents Blood and Guts. Yeah, I guess in Florida they, they deem those as essential services. Oh, my goodness. And then another guy got arrested for having his... Uh, no, it was in Florida. It was in Tampa, that guy that got arrested. And then when Florida did their uh, uh, stay-at-home ordinance, statewide ones, 
they said that churches were essential uh, essential function. Did he get out then? I don't know. Oh wow. Okay. I'm sure uh, Ricky and Elliot they were covering that story over on oh. ETC. Anyways, AEW is a fun show regardless of where they were. They had a really oh, nice fantastic. setup there. Uh, and uh, yeah, they had one like freaking what was that like a 25 minute match? The uh, the opener, Kenny yeah, versus that was great. Uh, Trent. That was a really great match. The main of uh, the main event was really good. They're being pretty. They must. I, I would suggest this. Maybe. I mean, dude, they announced a match for uh, two weeks from now, which yeah. is going to be like right in the thick of everybody you think doing these orders. Maybe yeah. they know something. Maybe they have. Maybe they have like special permission for uh, for the Nightmare Factory. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, you know, as far as uh, empty arena uh, shows, this is as good as you're going to get. Yeah, man. And the, the two empty arena shows they've done, or two of the three they've done, have been a lot of fun. Been, Last week's wasn't bad, but it was the one, the outlier, because there was no crowd. This had at least had a crowd, you know? It's been miles ahead of uh, of what WWE's putting oh, yeah. on, I'll be honest oh, yeah. with you. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, let's hop right into this. Like I said, it started off with. Uh, that was you the had first Tony, match. Cody, and Pharaoh. Pharaoh was the uh, 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 announce table. They're introducing the show. And then they tell us the final four competitors in this TNT championship bracket. They are as follows. Kip Sabian, Dustin Rhodes, Colt Cabana, Lance Archer. The matchups are Kip versus Dustin, Colt versus Archer. Uh, so it's shaping up potentially to be a Cody versus Archer final. Uh, potentially, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That could be the case, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it got into it. This is actually a good point here. Uh, Dang MQ and Dave says they could pre-tape it. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they didn't like take advantage of this as much as they possibly could. Yeah, apparently they were shooting stuff yesterday and today. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. What because what we saw today was live, right? I saw the word live on the thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you would, think, you would think that if it was actually live, they would be inclined to put that there. Well, I think when, uh, let me see in our news brief, when Meltzer mentioned that, uh, was it yesterday? Oh, it was yesterday's news brief, that uh, they were shooting from an undisclosed location. Part of it was, I believe they were shooting yesterday and today. Okay. Well, hopefully they'll shoot tomorrow also. Yeah. And uh, we'll get oh, our Shoot, 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 and worry about it later. Worry about it later, exactly. So it kicked off with Trent versus uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, man, like, you know, you, you kind of figured who was going to win this. But that said, terrific match. Trent put up a hell of a fight, and it went all over the place. It kicked off in the ring, but then, I mean, it wasn't too long before they ended up brawling on the floor. Like I said, it was a 25-minute match, man. Yeah, they gave it a ton of time. This is a really, really good match. At one point, Kenny powerbombed Trent into the post. Yeah. Uh, Trent, everybody reverses the you can't escape, man. Yeah, they can't escape. You can't escape. You could totally escape it. Yeah. It's very escapable. You can't escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned the power bomb with the pole. That was rough. Yeah, that was rough. Um, uh, and then reversing, you can't escape through a tornado DT. Excuse me, hits a sliding German suplex. Go to commercial, come back. Uh, Kenny goes for a snapdragon. Trent counters that with a half nap. Actually, he hits a pile driver shortly after that, too. Um, let's talk about the spot where they're on the apron. Uh, Kenny tries for looks like a German suplex. Trent escapes. He tries for a pile driver. Kenny escapes that. Kenny goes up top. Trent meets him up there. And Trent. Slips at first, but then hits a German suplex off the top rope, and it was a rough landing for Mr. Omega. Yeah, dude. That looked like it sucked. That's another day of the office for him, though. Those matches with Okada where he was, you know. I know. <laughs> God, dude. Uh, Man. Yeah. Uh, Trent falls with a shining wizard that earns him a two-count only, uh, and then Kenny wins with a V-trigger, one winged angel, with one minute left. They really made uh, one of the story, uh, story points that uh, this, this match had a 20-minute time limit, and uh, uh, they were getting down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Van Wilder here in chat in our Twitch chat says it's 100% against broadcast rights, maybe rules, to pretend to be live. That's what I'd figure. I'd figure you oh, can't right. say live unless you are. I didn't know that. Maybe for they sure. shot stuff yesterday for next week or kind of have stuff in the can. Should they have to uh, skip a show or something? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they just did like a ton of promos like, you know, the, they had the, the Hager stuff, mm, the, the that could Guevara be. stuff. That could be. Um, the, the mock stuff. Mock uh, stuff was from Jacksonville last week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he was up in the stands when he. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, next, that, we had a. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy uh, recap, followed by Karushita vignette, which yeah. was followed by, coincidentally, or not coincidentally. I don't think there's any coincidence about it. Uh, Karushita versus Anna J match. And I think she is from the Nightmare Factory. Correct. That's what the uh, yeah. commentary said. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, fun match. 
not surprisingly, Hikaru Shida picked up the win, but uh, Anna Jay put up a bit of a fight. Um, she had a nice sequence where she gets out, gives out a falcon arrow, does like you know like that osprey kick where he kicks around someone's shoulder into their face. She did that, mm-hmm. and he hits a blockbuster, gets her too. Um, but uh, yeah, she had picked up the win with the falcon arrow. Britt Baker was sitting ringside and during the match. She had a little bit of back and forth with Hikaru. They go, she goes back down ringside after the match, and Britt's eating a sandwich. And so they're talking crap to each other. And then Britt takes off her shoe and yeah. threatens Sheeta with it. And Cody says something like, Why is Britt taking off her shoe while she's eating a sandwich? <laughs> it was pretty funny. That was really good. The end, the running joke. This is why AEW is so good, man. The running, you know, this reminds me, WWE, they, they, they would do this stuff every once in a while. Every once in a while, they get it. Like when Corey Graves, who was supposed to be a heel commentator on NXT, incessantly always hated Elias regardless mm-hmm. of anything. Regardless of Elias is a good guy or bad guy, he always hated Elias because he hated his music. Mm-hmm. And it's those little personal touches that really matter that they just don't really do over there that often. No, but no. AEW has all sorts of that stuff. And this thing with Tony Schiavone and Britt Baker is just killer. It, it yeah. makes me laugh so much every time. Didn't like Colt. Or who was it said that it was uh, Cody? Cody was Cody, yeah, was jabbing Tony about it. Yeah, he was like, "What did he call like, her? Her uh, mirror universe wife? Yeah. That's what he called her." Yeah, always with the nerd Star Trek references. Yeah, I love it. I it love so it. Good. If I don't yeah, get Cody, him on on one of my stupid Star Trek shows, man, I'll be a, just a massive failure. Yeah, Cody was really good at commentary again, and Colt was great too when he uh, oh when he replaced. Dude, he's so good. Yeah, remember, I'm a wrestler too. <laughs> yeah, but he, all his stuff throughout the that dark dark order tag match was so good. Oh, I know, I know, it was fantastic. Uh, next, we had a, a John Moxley. Who was our Hager. commentator over on NXT tonight? I haven't watched it yet. Not was it Sam that, Roberts? Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, next, we had a, a Mox Jake Hager video package. Uh, this is actually really good. Uh, Hager is like, I'm not scared of Mox. Where was Mox- Hager? Was he in a posh bathroom? I was trying to figure well, out. It was, there was a high depth of focus. Like you couldn't. It was all out yeah, of focus. Yeah. But I swear, there. Once I got it in my head, I'm like, "Is he in a really nice bathroom? There looked like a sink there and like some towels." Mox was at, in uh, Daly's place. Yeah. Jericho was in the same bar where uh, Hangman Page was when he got the drink from behind the bar when Private Party were there. Uh huh. That, that looked like the same bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy, this looked like he was sitting someplace. He was just on a couch somewhere in like a yeah, lounge kind or something. Of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyways, Hager's, the first bit of it, he's saying he's not scared of Mox, and they cut the Mox in the stands at Daly's Place, and he's like, yeah, I'm a miserable, pissed-off bastard because people want to take this away from me, the title. And I'm sitting here thinking, what'd you expect? You're the champion. People want to be the champion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are your expectations? You win the championship, people that's going to like not want to get it? Hey, well, this isn't he, your first radio hey, here, last Mox. time he was world champion, he was in WWE, and it was kind of like that. Eh, maybe. <laughs> he had the time to go to like the casino and wear a goofy hat. Yeah, and really unicycle. large margaritas that are that are all sugar and, and water. Yeah. Um, uh, Jericho and Hager go on and on about how the inner circle is about winning for them. It's family. They want to win for them, not for anybody else. Jericho went on a bit about how Mox is saying stupid stuff like, oh, I win this t- This title belongs to, to the AEW universe and fans and all that. He goes, no, inner circle, we win for us. And they're all about hurting people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mox says, "This is a good line." Mox says, "I know Hager. I know Hager really well. We've d- done road trips together. We listen to hours of Jerky Boys with with each other. I've trained with them." Yeah, the Jerky Boys. That's jerky terrible. Boys. Um, um, yeah, Jericho no, the, talks. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was say Jericho says he does have a rematch clause. He says he has a rematch, but he wants Hager to beat up Mox, become champion because Inner Circle's a family. They don't hit each other's finishing moves on each other. They don't get intoxicated in public. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that was that was a fun little bit. I like that. I really like that because there are those. I'm not even going to call them silly because sometimes they're legitimate. If you want to think about storylines and character, you know what would happen if somebody else in the in, in a faction becomes champion? Would that then disrupt the flow? And Jericho says outright, "No, I want him to be champion." I don't think they do anything silly like that. Like they stay true to their characters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, I like that. I thought I like that little bit there. Yeah, and also Hager said ruthless aggression. <laughs> yeah. Um, then it was announced in two weeks, Hager versus Mox for the title, no holds barred. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be a good one, man. That'll be a mm-hmm. good one. They'll uh, they'll try to convince us. 
Yeah. If it's a Mox good match, it's all that's really going to matter. Exactly. Uh, and then Colt Cabana joins Tony on commentary to see Marco stunt uh, essentially get uh, destroyed and murdered by Lance Archer. So that is, of course, on the thumbnail because that was the most shocking moment. This is the, I was going to mention this at the head of the show and talk about this a little bit, but this is something that I've noticed. And it's funny because given that we do this, we, we, there are certain anecdotal bits of, st- of, 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 of stats that we can look at. Um, for example, and some of it might be a reflection of how we view the shows. We think AEW has been stronger than NXT. We've been on the mm-hmm. same page with that lately, yeah. especially with these empty, this empty arena stuff. Uh, but, and obviously there are some, you know, caveats like we do this at night, NXT, we do the next day. That being said, AEW has been creating these really buzzy moments lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Brody Lee stuff last week and this week, but last week when it was so shocking that he was just doing a Vince McMahon thing. Yeah. And, you know, that episode that we produced did really, really well. People wanted to get our reaction on this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT, not so much. Like they had Killer Cross run a vignette or run his little thing yeah, during yeah, like the, the main, main event, event segment. Yeah. And it just wasn't all that impactful. It wasn't all that buzzy. He's like, okay, well, we knew he was coming anyways. Yeah. Um, and again, this is one of those moments. So this was a complete butchering of Marco's stunt. Oh, man. Annihilation. Just an absolute, uh, yeah. Before that, though, Jake Roberts had a great promo. Um, uh, it kind of culminates in saying uh, maybe Cody is smart enough to be afraid of, of Lance Archer. Or he said, or is his better half telling him not to go? And says, oh, she is the one that wears the pants in the family. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He's really going after Cody. It was really well done. He's so dang good. He's so dang good. And I'm happy they kept this. Of course, Lance Archer studied under the learning tree of one Minoru Suzuki. So what would Lance Archer do prior to coming to the ring in New Japan? He would destroy young lions. And granted, AEW doesn't have young lions. That should be rectified. They should. Uh, They should. uh, Lance uh, dropped a production guy ringside. Got to keep that. Yeah, I agree. He's not going to be spitting water on anybody, everybody. Uh, he's got to be beating up people ringside. I agree. Just bystanders ringside. Just yeah. beat them up. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he proceeded to absolutely annihilate Marco Stunt. Lance Archer is like the best. He's so awesome. He's really great. I mean, this was this was unsettling at moments. I mean, you know, he he, he challenges Marco Stunt. And I don't know why. I mean, it's, you know, he's, he's getting under his skin by saying, just straight up coming at him and saying, come on, give me the best you can. Give me the best you can. And instead of Marco then going to what he can do is sort of like use his own, you know, uh, diminutive size. It's quickness. You can use the quickness, yeah. To try to like c- 
confuse, encircle, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, chop the big man down. He tried to match his strength, so he tried to punch him in the face a bunch of times, and it just, yeah. it's just nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Yeah. Um, uh, so then Archer just clothes lines, lines him down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Archer's so dang convincing as just a surly, ill-tempered... Piece of shit, yeah. Vicious bastard, I was going to yeah. say, but yeah, He's piece of shit. He's a total bastard, too. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, he drops him the clothesline like, before the bell even rings. Just makes just toss him all over the place. He t- literally throws Marco across the ring with a suplex. It's he flies, flies. and then he picked them up. And I swear he's gonna drive him through the mat with that Uranagi he did. That was ridiculous. Yeah, I know the height he got on that. Yeah, uh, he goes for a short arm clothesline, stun escapes that, uh, avoids another clothesline on the floor. He does hit a suicide dive. Archer no sells, tries to get back in the ring, gets in the uh, tries for a choke slam. Marco escapes that, lands a couple strikes, Lance just pounces him. And then he does choke slam him. And that dude must have been eight and a half feet in the air. Mm-hmm. And it's got tossed to the mat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lance choke slams him, covers him, pulls him up, and it hits his finish for the win. Yeah. But that's and not th- it. That's not the most shocking moment. No, no. So Lance, he wants to beat him up some more. And there's some faces ringside. You got uh, Billy Gunn, his kid. I think Orange Cassidy's there, best friends. So he wants to beat up uh, Marco some more. And all the faces are all, no, 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 leave him alone, leave him alone. So Lance is on the archer. He, he grabs apron. Uh, Marco. What? He said Lance is on the archer. Oh, Lance is on the apron. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, he grabs Marco by the throat and then choke slams him, not on the apron, off the apron, over the barricade, and to the gun family. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Orange Cassidy took the brunt of it and did a really good job taking the brunt of it because I replayed it a couple times and it looks like he mainly went to Orange Cassidy, who broke his fall wonderfully because dude this wasn't let me let him fall he picked him up and threw him as hard as he could into into the yeah into the gun into the gun uh what do they got the gun club (laughs) it was so good oh my it was a murder it was i mean and apropos that's his name murder hawk um god damn man like talk about a, a another buzzworthy moment to generate heat for your company everybody was talking about this moment oh, it was man, so good because as soon as he showed up i tw- I, I texted him. he was like oh my god they're like really kicking him off at the bottom of the barrel yeah and he showed why he probably should be a couple like he kind of needs to launch pad over qt marshall and uh and to some stiffer talent perhaps mm-hmm. no no mm-hmm. eight or nine for him from the Dark Order. Speaking no, no, of which, no, 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 no. That was next. We had another Brody Lee. Sorry, oh, this was so good, Mister Brody. Segment where they're this in, was so good. They're in the conference room. Uh, what was with his uh, used car salesman suit, though? It was. He had the extra wide tie with like the 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 earth tone stripes on it. Uh huh. A little ill fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I think just, you know, the, the, the tackiness, like Vince dresses really nicely, but deep down the guy is tacky. You could just, you could just tell snow cones and farts, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's talking to a couple of creepers there and is like, Hey, uh, I was once downtrodden and beaten down, but look at me now. I'm the exalted one. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Reynolds stands up. I think it was Reynolds. And he was like, well, thank you, Mr. Lee. And Brody's like, no, 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 no. Call me Mr. Brody. Call me Mr. Brody. And then he says, now say it. And uh, uh, he st- says the catchphrase, like, Dark Order, we are one. And then Brody flips out. It's like, no, that's <laughs> not how you say it. Dark Order, we are one. Get out of here. And then, and then one of the creepers yawns. And Brody's and like, he, he, said, he sits he down said, next to him. Yeah, he sits really close to him and says, what was that about? What's what's wrong at home? And then and the guy and he says, "There's nothing in the world that's open right now. There's no reason to yawn. Tiredness is a sign of weakness. You Don't look yawn. Weak. You're weak. Don't <laughs> yawn in my presence again." Oh, that was so good. I love that we are getting these little mini Vince stories, and at some point. Because I think we've heard about the yawn before, right? Oh, probably. Or yeah. have we just heard? I, I swear we've heard about the yawn. Well, I, I know we've heard about the sneeze. I know the sneeze. Sure. The yawn's got to be a thing. Vince has an issue with, uh, uh, you know, like 
reactions that you can't control. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. you get something up your nose, you sneeze, you get tired, you yawn, you can't control that. And he hates sleep, apparently. Like, he sleeps yeah. like three hours a night. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I don't know, man. Sleep's so good. Oh, I love to sleep. I'm just saying if I felt satisfied after three hours, I'd be hyped. I don't think so anybody happy. can sleep for only three hours and feel satisfied, completely rested. What? Vince, man. There's a difference between being functional and being rested. There's two different things. Roland says he can sleep like four hours a night. Yeah, no. And be fine. I think I think it's possible. Not I think it's in the I think it's in the chemistry. I think if you can't do it, you can't do it. But I think oh, some obviously. people are some people are built that way. Yeah. I mean I understand some people are about to sleep less, but like a long term thing, that's difficult on one's body anyways. Uh next Dark Order members eight and nine taking on natural nightmares. That's QT Marshall and uh and, and Dustin. Um, QT comes out. He still has that Dark Order mask. So he looks at it for a second like he might put it on and then throws it at the, I guess, Nine. That's who uh, Colt dubbed Nine. Uh, <laughs> punches him. Works him over a little bit. Dustin's in. He maintains the advantage. Uh, eight gets tagged in along with QT. Uh, nine knees Marshall in the back. Dark Order have the upper hand for a while until QT makes comeback. He gets a tag to Dustin. Dustin clears out. Uh, and then they hit their finish on one of the Creepers to get the win. They're up on the stage. Brody Lee walks out. A bit of a stare down. He goes in the ring, and he power bombs the living shit. Like Walter status. It was a, a snap nasty, on that. Nasty, nasty powerbomb. Holy cow. super nasty. That was great. Yeah, was Power bombed great. the heck out of a creeper. And then he just and stares at the other one. So good. And the other one slinks down into the corner. Oh, so good. Yeah, that was, that was really good stuff, man. So good. That was um, really good. Next... Another buzzworthy moment of the show, Chris Jericho. He's in his hot tub dropping a promo. Um, he, he says, uh, you know, t- why I'm not in the arena, today's a holiday. Today's a holiday. It's April Fool's Day, and I've never met a greater group of fools than the elite, Kenny <laughs> Omega. He's the most uh, uh, pumpkin-headed dipshit I've ever seen. <laughs> he's the with this big pumpkin-headed dipshit. Uh, he just talks trash about all of them. And then meanwhile, he's talking crap. Uh, you see Vanguard One start to roll up on Jericho. Well, he uh, says, he says, you know, Nick Jackson at home just having a newborn baby. I'm sitting yeah. here drinking a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls out Cody and said, the, you know, you're the, the biggest fool for hiring Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And Jericho says, once things get back to normal and, and I allow fans back in the arena, they're still going to have to face the inner circle in a blood and guts match. And that's when Vanguard hovers over Jericho's hot tub. And Jericho gets out and he's in his pants. <laughs> He's in a pair of jeans. <laughs> oh, God. He's so flipping good. Uh, he's he having is... more fun with this than anybody. I know. I know. It's absolutely ridiculous, and he loves it. He's always had a predilection. If you listen to his podcast, whenever he talks about the silliness of wrestling, and it's been obvious through the lens of his career, but when he recounts stuff, either if it's because I have one or two of his books. Mm-hmm. Or on his podcast, talking to somebody who he's had an angle with, he gets so giddy when he talks about the absurdist nature of wrestling, and and it's it's so it's so good, and he revels in that, and he gets mm-hmm. it so so much. Mm-hmm. This was all so good. He, I don't know how he managed to do this all with a straight face, just deadpan the whole thing. So he says to Vanguard One, "Hey, uh, after what happened last week, I need something. To, I got to say something to you. I'm." S- He's trying to say, I'm sorry, can't do it. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah. He says, I still want you for the inner circle. Here, I got something for you. And he offers him like a, a kid size <laughs> inner circle shirt on a hanger. Yeah. And so you go and he, he puts the hanger on like the landing gear of the, of the drone. And he's like, go ahead, try it on here. Let's shake hands. We can't do that here. Uh, elbow to propeller. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he's continually trying to recruit him. Vanguard one flies off. Uh, Jericho gets upset, tosses his bottle of bubbly at him. And it says, release the hounds. And so like the half dozen dogs he must have at his house. And they and they just basically trot as if he has a like, milk bone for him. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, like, yeah, a milk bone. Not a good piece of begging strip, mind you. Not no. like a good rawhide, just a milk bone. So they're not yeah. even going out with any intensity. A couple of them just look darn right confused, and they stop where they are. Like they come out, and they just stop. Yeah. Oh my! It was so. They're just the most domesticated dogs you'll ever see, and they range in size to like really tiny to like decently big. Yeah. And they come out, and they're not going to do anything. These things flying away. And, and uh, he it's says, you, back, one. "You know, get back here, you son of a bitch." 
Oh, it was so good. God damn it. It was so funny. It, it was, was so, so funny. funny. So next week it was announced uh, we'll get Cody versus Sean Spears. Um, and then two weeks' time, you get Mox versus Hager, uh, Colt Cabana versus Lance Archer. Announced matches. Uh, next, we got a Young Bucks video package. And uh, you know what? Hey, hey, sorry, sorry, I'm going to cut you up. You know what they need to do with that? Colt, Colt Cabana is so lovable. Mm-hmm. And he is a wrestler also. Yeah. But Lance Archer, it's gonna. it would be even more disturbing that Colt Cabana is a big dude, is a beef guy, if Lance were to murder him yeah somehow in this yeah. with the same ferocity that he took out marco same level of violence yeah yeah to do that yeah. to a bigger dude with ease yeah, yeah. i want to see that that's how it should yeah, me be too. me too me too uh so we get this young bucks video package where matt's like hey nick i want to see if you're in ring shape i know you can't go to the ring so we brought a ring to you and so the camera pans over and there's a tennis court there and there's a wrestling ring and i first i think did they just build a wrestling ring in like some public park? <laughs> the tennis courts there, and I put it together. I think that's Nick Jackson's house. Yeah, it could be it because could be. you look uh, you look past it. Uh, there's another house next to it, so maybe I'm assuming it was just his house. He got a tennis court at his house. They're in a uh, Rancho Cucamonga. Cucamonga, yeah. I don't know what the house prices are like. Cheaper but... than uh, L.A. proper, I, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, I think so. It. Yeah, um, but they and they're and as Matt Jackson has said, they're, they're shoot rich. So mm-hmm. if they want a tennis court, they have a tennis court. Exactly. Um, and so there's some interview bits in between trading, mo- like this trading montage. And Matt's like, hey, one of the greatest fears is seeing someone in my family getting hurt. And Nick's like, yeah, I don't really remember what happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, he got his mouth was bleeding from that garage, garage door. Chest. Yeah. I know. That means eternal injuries, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nick's like, I'm not going to save my return date. And then at the end, Matt says, uh, how'd it feel? Nick's like, yeah, it felt good. Well, are you ready to come back? No, not yet. <laughs> I like that. They let me give him a little uh, P- PTSD to worry about. Yeah. yeah. He's got a fear of garage doors from here on out. Yeah, there you go. Uh, after that, we had our main event, and boy, it was a fun one. Yeah, man. Uh, some part of, again, this week, part of my fantasy book uh, uh, came true. We had more gambling this time oh, in the ring. It was so good. That was really good stuff. So Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears taking on their opponents uh, in the TNT Championship Tournament. Uh, Darby Allen and Cody. Yes. So dang good. Yeah, it was it was really fun stuff. At one point uh, when Darby was isolated, that's when the gambling took place. Uh, Sean Spears had uh, Darby ready to go. And Sammy Guevara said, hey, and he reached into his tights. I got 50 that he can't hold him up in a suplex for 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. He threw it down. Sean Spears gets excited because he's got the fiend for gambling now. Even though Jake Roberts earlier said, gambling's for fools. He did say that. He pulls it out of his tights and he throws 50 down. He gets him up 10 seconds, drops him. So then double or nothing. Sammy Guevara tags in, gets him up there for 15 seconds, uh, drops him. Uh, and then, uh, I like how Sammy's like, Oh, that was tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Spears goes for 20 seconds. Cause this is the last of his money that he's got in his tights. Couldn't get it. Darby rolls him up, uh, gets a two. Can't get the tag though to Cody Darby reverses suplex into one of his own, which yeah, was then- really oddly impressive. Like a guy, his size. And I know, you know, Spears has to jump into it, but the guy yeah. giving it, Jesus, that it looked easy. It did look easy. It did. It did. Um, So then uh, Darby, he dumps Sammy, gets a tag to Cody. Uh, Cody clears out, uh, clears house, hits Cody Cutter, and Sammy gets a two, and then he puts Sammy in a sharpshooter. Spears tries to break it up. He just gets a figure four for his trouble. Uh, Sammy then breaks that up with a standing shooting star. Um, He goes for a a springboard cutter. cutter. Cody reverses that into crossroads. He can't go for the pin because Spears pulls him out of the ring, tosses him over the barricade, and the heels are beating up Cody. Um, while Darby uh, dropped Spears of the plancha, and you got Britt Baker in there with her shoe in her hand. She had the away shoe again. <laughs> All these little details were really put over the top. I know, yeah. Um, and so Cody, he drops Spears with a moonsault in the ring, eventually he gets back in the ring, gets the tag to Darby, he clears house, hits a suicide dive on Sammy, tries for one of Spears, but Spears catches him and then flings him into the barricade, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sets him on top of it, and then Sammy hits a drop kick, uh, onto Darby from the apron. 
And then Cody takes out Spears and Sammy the suicide dive. Back in the ring, uh, Spears hits a Death Valley driver on Cody. Uh, he and Sammy uh, beat down Cody ringside, and the Darby's climbing up the pole. Not sure it was the same one that Kenny power, uh, Powerbomb Trent This into. was awesome. And then did a coffin drop off that. Yeah. That um, was talk- rad because, like, you get awesome. one, there was like one shot, and, and he's like scurrying up the pole. And Tony says, Oh my God, he's climbing that thing. He's going to be 10 feet in the air. Yeah. They really sold the moment. And then he comes down, and, and Sammy great. Guevara, you know, he, he did a heck of a job brace, breaking that fall as well. Yep. So uh, he tosses Spears back in the ring. He goes up top for another coffin drop. Sammy meets him up on the top rope, tosses him off into the barricade. Uh, Cody gets up there, then hits a super reverse, uh, uh, reverse superplex. Uh, Spears follows that with a frog splash. He's like, Sammy, bring me a chair. Sammy delivers a chair. Darby's back in the ring, and he takes the chair away. However, this allows Spears to roll him up to get the win. Yeah. So after the match, Cody's like, hey, it's okay, Darby. It's all good. And commentary did a good job of selling this, where they said, well, Darby had a choice. He could have grabbed the chair, prevent Cody from getting attacked, or he could have, you know, doled out some offense on his own. Instead, he chose to uh, uh, keep his partner safe, Mm -hmm. which usually Darby just kind of looks out for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So after the match, Cody's like, hey, I'm sorry, man. This bummer of a loss. And Darby kind of pushes him off. And then Cody's kind of continues more. And then he clocks Cody. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, yeah, it seems like we're heading towards uh, Darby versus Cody in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, what their their record going against each other is one tie and Cody went over once. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oof, boy, yep. I don't know. Uh, Dave1815 has an excellent point here in the Twitch chat. It says, the benefits of having former indie guys makes use of the venue in creative ways. Mm-hmm. They look mm-hmm. around the space and they see what they can do. Those exactly. are the creative ones. Those are the guys that get in gifts and they get signed by companies like AEW. I'm, that's why I said the, after the first uh, empty arena show, I was like, these guys are used to performing in front They're of used small to crowds. You're exactly right, yeah. You know, so it's not that large of a leap for these guys to, to you know, some of them are just months removed or some of them are still working shows with mm-hmm. maybe 100, 200 people out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. it's it's they definitely have the advantage in terms of adapting to this scenario as opposed to WWE talent, which are so used to doing things a very certain way, playing to the crowd a very certain way, and they can't do that now. Dude, even the performance center center is set up so that like it mimics your like you you have like the length of the ramp, and you have every step of your entrance planned out, and they do that over and over and over and over again. They have promo classes that you have to graduate from. And I'm not, dude, I'm not sitting here. I know that it sounds like, I hate having to do this caveat, but it sounds like we're trashing WWE, but it's just, you can see the the energy in one when you take good crowds and bad crowds out of the equation. Yeah. No crowds. No crowds. And I'm no sure, crowds look, to play off of. I'm sure that North American title match is probably killer tonight. I'm sure it's a really mm-hmm. good match. Mm-hmm. But it's all that extra little stuff, you know? It's all the extra little stuff that just seems to have been sucked away from WWE in general as a product. Yeah, I know. And, and, you know, and and Vince is so notorious for wanting to exert control over everything in his personal life. And I think that extends to his company as well. And, you know, we've, you know, Mox spoke extensively about it on Talk with Jericho about how he micromanages so much of what's going on creatively, um, even down to the detail of what individual wrestlers do. And there just isn't that in AEW. Everybody's mm-hmm. allowed to uh, imbue their own personality into whatever they're doing. The and fact that's that everybody so well. has to sit outside Vince's office and wait to try to get their ideas through. Like, how many people just simply have given up? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Fear and Loathing here has a, a, a highlighted message here in the Twitch chat. He says, I'm surprised no one is having events from Parts Unknown. Yeah, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't have surprised me if they said, hey, we're coming to you live from Parts Unknown. I know, I know. Uh, I put a question thread up like two minutes ago. We have a couple questions here. Crap, did uh, I not do that on... Man, it's all good, I man. I got it. totally started to and then stopped before I hit publish. So, it's all good, man. Yay for me. We got uh, three questions here right now. All right, cool. We got some for the Discord also. Cool. Therith Bada, when will Brody Lee start asking creepers to speak with a southern twang? Is it ever going to get that exact? I don't know. Since he spoke about it on the Jericho podcast, I'd be surprised. Yeah, me too. I feel like they're being a little bit more abstract with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris, would you rather get uglier or dumber? Well, I'm getting uglier because I'm getting older. So yeah, I'd like I'm to also, keep on I'm to getting, my smarts. I'm getting older. I'm getting dumber in that respect, too. So <laughs> It's like all you're asking is, would you, are, are you okay getting old? And the answer is, yeah. I guess. I don't have a choice. You have no choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, will Brody Lee ever utter the words, this is good shit? And also, Again, I'm already so I'm excited sure to see are... the eventual Matt Hardy Exalted One feud. Sorry, go ahead. I don't know if they're ever going to get that literal with it, mm-hmm. uh, but then maybe I I, I kind of want it just to be stuff that like we'll watch and we'll be like, oh my god, like did Vince really do that? Like I want stuff that we haven't really heard about, you know? know. That's what I kind of want. Yeah, same here, same here. More snow cones. We got to have snow cones at some point. Uh, <laughs> you just want snow cones. I just want snow cones, man. <laughs> uh, Adrian C. Ideally, wouldn't you rather have rather seen this TNT title tournament more shine to others rather than advance a feud storyline? It's obvious we're getting Cody Archer out of this. Cody likely going over, but I would have rather seen Trent Scorpio Sky Reefing. Cody going yet. over, not a chance. No, if Cody. The finals. If anything, if anything. Cody's going to get there, and Archer's going to completely annihilate him. It'd be the smartest thing on the planet. To and you don't want to you don't want to like you know zoom him all the way to the top against Maxley, uh, but zoom him to the top of the TNT thing for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know he's got Jake, which is great, but having that title and nobody can take him on, and then down the line he goes for the top title. Yeah, I mean, man, yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's how, you how know embarrass Cody. I mean, you can get six months out of that. You know, yeah, having no. just completely embarrass Cody and, for that uh, title. I, I think it's a near given. Well, I want to say a near given. There's there's a way they can do it where that's not the final. Um, although it's more likely Cody gets eliminated before then than Lance. If uh, Jake had a like in the semis, Jake's like, all right, we're tired of you dodging us. We're going to come to you. And Archer actively costs Cody his semifinal match. Mm-hmm, that could be. That's a, that's a distinct possibility. Yeah. I don't know, man. If, if there was anything obvious... I would think the obvious would be, uh, I don't know. I don't know because like it would, it would require, well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week uh, because Darby has the advantage right now over Sammy Guevara in matches. So, But it's Darby, Darby ate the pin tonight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, Spears peered him. Pinned him, but Spears ain't beating Cody. But we see, we see where Darby is going with this with this loss tonight. Imagine another one to mm-hmm. freaking Sammy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. They might want to go down that path of hey, let's let's keep giving this guy a lot of fire to work with. Yeah, and then he keeps he goes on a tear. Maybe yeah. he, you know, I don't know. Cody loses to uh, to Spears. Archer, and then oh, Archer, and then he has to deal with with Darby Allen. You know, I mean, the thing is. Darby wouldn't have to be a, you know, Darby is more popular than, uh, than Co- in terms of if you have both of them side by side, people are going to be rooting for Darby. And this is one of those situations where neither has to be a heel, but the crowd's going to decide and they're going to decide for Darby and that's going to make him an even bigger star. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Sarah Queen, the Chris Jericho hot tub promo featuring Vanguard One was literally the best ever should Vanguard One join the inner circle. Wouldn't that be awesome if he did? That'd be great. I was thinking that. Wouldn't it be great if Vanguard 1 did join the inner circle? That'd be so great. That'd be uh, Adrian C. says, uh, Cody can't lose every big match, which is why he said he'd go over. I don't. I think that this is going to be a longer thing with him and Archer. And I think that Cody is strong enough. You know, he had the big loss against... Uh, how, did that, how did that match with the MJF turn out? How'd that go? Well, he lost. Yeah, he lost. But what was the finish on that? Uh, I believe MJF had to kick him in the front area to get the win. Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's had plenty of big wins. 
he could take another one to a guy they literally call a murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear and Loathen says Brody should walk up to Cody and ask him why he isn't wearing his face paint to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty that's, funny. That's good. Uh, Bombadil one one seven. Greetings, gentlemen, from the Blind Prophet uh, Bombadil. Okay. Uh, smoking weed, killing greed. Is that on the Thank Patreon? You. No, that's uh, bits. Oh, okay. Where was I? I? Didn't say that. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, there he is. Well, welcome, Bombadil. Yes, thank you. Therathabada uh, wants us to power rank stories. You want Brody Lee to recreate vid stories. The one where he uh, runs around chasing Briscoe, trying to fart on him, and he shits his pants. <laughs> I want to do the one we heard about uh, with a Triple H's birthday, where he spent the whole night throwing axes. <laughs> Except when he hit, hit the dance floor. But the throwing axes part would be great. Yeah. I want to see somebody try to uh, hold oh, him up for money. MJF punched Cody with the ring. That's right. That's right. That damn ring. Yeah, okay. Oh, we got to at some point have Bertie Lee tear his quads. Both of them. <laughs> that was so bizarre. Was I remember so watching weird. that live thinking, what the fuck is happening right now? It's Why so, is he it's, sitting there? It, it, it's, it's, it's so absurdly funny to see him just sitting there shouting at people. <laughs> and people taking him seriously. I know. Well, he's the boss. <laughs> he's the boss. You have to. But they, like, they look confused. Because he's sitting there with his legs straight out. That's what makes it funny. It was that was a rumble too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Batista Cena in the rumble. Because they botched the finish. The finish was botched, so he came out to restart the match. <laughs> his quads. He ripped both his quads. Oh, oh there you go, Joe says Brody Lee blowing himself up in a limo, <laughs> faking his own death. <laughs> oh oh man. man, silliness. Anyway, is that all the questions we got? Yeah. All right, cool. That sounds like that sounds like an episode. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, uh, it's afternoon, Eastern time, uh, around noon or so our time, uh, we'll be doing our NXT review. I like this man. Cause I can go to bed now. I don't have to watch NXT right now. Yeah, no, me too. I go, I'll go walk the dog and then that's there you it. Go. Good job. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.